Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN with Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carriker, and we're going to head now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Billy Wagner was the closer for the Houston Astros in 1998. As Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were hitting all of those home runs in the National League Central, Billy was pitching for the Astros in the National League Central, and he got a chance to see a lot of that show during the course of the summer. Uh, Billy Wagner, thanks so much for taking some time with us here on 101 ESPN in St. Louis this morning. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Hey, I want to ask you something before we get started. We we always had rumors here that you would wind up as a member of the Cardinals. Did you ever <laughs> hear those rumors? Did you ever think, hey, the, at some point I might be a member of the Cardinals? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely. Uh, just in passing with, uh, you know, uh, some of the Larusa and, and Duncan and stuff like that, all-star games and stuff like that, they, you know, always, how would you like to be a Cardinal? I mean, uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those were always, uh, I think, even more after I'd, I'd left uh, Houston, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, Billy, we certainly want to talk to you about Long Gone Summer, the McGuire-Sosa home run chase. And we know what it felt like here in St. Louis. We know what it felt like in Chicago. We've been, and it was a national story, but what was it like in other clubhouses? Was this something that you guys were following as intensely as, as we were and as the general baseball fans were? Oh, gosh, yes. That it was... That was I mean, that was just the comeback for baseball. That was uh, after the strike, and uh, it was just I had a, a dark spot on uh, with the negotiations and everything coming back. It, we still had a, a stigma going on, and then when uh, Mac and uh, Sammy kind of jumped to the the head of uh, the season with with the home runs and the, the, the excitement, it just you know, uh, and, and, you know, the year before, I mean, they, they, they you know, everything had started to kind of jump that way when uh, Mac first came in and stuff like that. So, you know, when when they when they were playing, and, and I, I know our team wasn't playing, one of their games was on, and, you know, thanks to ESPN, then, you know, they could split the screen and you could see both guys with, with their at-bats. So <clears throat> we were really in tune with it, and it was fun to watch. Billy Wagner, from your perspective as a hard-throwing lefty closer, that year, which one was tougher to pitch to? Well, I, I hate that they, they were both very tough. Uh, I think the, the toughest was Mac, just because I didn't know him very well, uh, and, and you know, uh, you know, he was definitely more of an intimidating presence uh, when he was at the plate, as far as just. You know, you'd seen him on TV. I hadn't, I, you know, I I grew up with uh, Mac with the A's and stuff like that. So I was really, you know, I was so, super excited just to see him. But, uh, uh, and then, you know, really getting to see him, I guess, uh, at the, you know, up close when we played and watching him pick BP. I mean, you know, there was a lot to sit there and go, whew, he made a bat look small. So, I mean, there was a, you know, there was a lot to, to to that I just was in awe of when I was facing Mac, and I'd faced Sammy a couple times prior to that. So, uh, you know, Max just was a little newer uh, to for me to uh, to see. 
Well, Billy, as you're watching this go on, this home run race, you're seeing that basically anything that pitchers are throwing at these guys, they're making contact and it's it's gone. So from a pitching standpoint, how do you approach that? How do you, do you say, okay, I'm just going to go fastball, give him everything I've got? Or, or what's your uh, approach mentally from a pitcher standpoint when you're facing one of those guys? Well, I think it's funny. It's, I mean, we heard, uh, you know, people talking about don't go out, watch uh, Mac take BP. Don't, don't watch these guys do this thing, you know, it's intimidating. And, you know, I mean, going out and watching Mac take BP in the Astrodome and he's hitting it up in the rainbow seats, you know, something that was really uncommon. I mean, pitchers were just going, Phew, you know. But uh, from my perspective, I, there was there was nothing else I could do um, as a fastball pitcher. Um, they were, you know, we got in that situation. I think the first time I faced Mac, he popped up, and it, I felt like it hit the, the top of the Astrodome. Uh, so, I, yeah, for me, it was I was going to give them my best because I knew that they were going to be toned in on me. Uh, so, and most of the time, I mean, Mac probably knew more about me than I knew about him as far as just uh, stuff. And so, um, it, it was uh, it was it was interesting to see uh, to face that 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 experience with with those guys coming to the plate and stuff. Former big league closer Billy Wagner is with us on 101 ESPN. And, Billy, it's interesting, looking back now especially, that was such a big deal, and the the country, heck, national newscasts were focused on McGuire and Sosa, let alone ESPN going to all of their at-bats and their games being on national TV. Yet you guys were winning 102 games. So was that a good thing for you guys, That as great as your team was, you were able to fly (laughs) under the radar? Or was, was it offensive that the show was elsewhere with teams that weren't as good as you? We believe me, we weren't even concerned about the, uh, you know, getting the, I guess the recognition that we should get by winning and and, and having uh, that many wins. I think the biggest key was just, I mean, we enjoyed the experience as much as the rest of the country by going out there and being able to to see the hype of McGuire and Sosa. And I mean, you know, I, there's, I mean, going out and being in Bush Stadium and, or, or uh, in Wrigley and. You know, they come up to the plate and, you know, all of a sudden there's pomp and circumstance with let's change the balls and make sure, you know, everything is documented. So, I mean, I think we all enjoyed it. I don't think we got caught going that, you know, it's just ridiculous. We're the better team. I think we everybody understood and knew what was what was going on. There was a lot of history right there. Through the wonder of baseball reference, we find that Mark McGuire got you once in 98. <laughs> Do you remember the at-bat here in St. Louis? Oh man, do I! It was, you know what? Uh, there's a couple little little side notes to that, which was tremendous. Uh, I believe it was with two outs. Uh, uh, Royce Clayton had just gotten on, and I'd had two outs, and I, uh, me and Osmus, it was like a, I think it was like a, a one-one count to Royce, and I threw him a changeup, which I don't throw very many changeups, and he kind of blooped it over, and you know, and all of a sudden Matt comes out, he's pretty good at bat, and I threw a 98 mile fastball. Uh, down the way, and he hits it about two rows from the top of uh, Bush Stadium. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was a no doubt when he hit it. So, you know, you know, as a you give up the home run, you're walking off the field, fans are going crazy. It's just, you know, you know, so add, you know, more insult. I go out there uh, uh, to add more insult. 
um, I walk into the clubhouse and Jeff Bagwell standing there going, man, that was so awesome. Because I wanted to forearm bashing when I went in, you know, that you're sitting there going, thanks teammate. I really appreciate all the, all the, the great things. And so, you know, I, you know, giving up the home run to McGuire was not the, the worst thing because I mean, he's done it before. And, and many times the the thing that, uh, the thing was unique is I, I was my football, my high school football coach was there and, with his family, and we, I was getting ready to go to a barbecue after the after that game, and going back to the hotel room after it, and going up, and this little old lady sitting there, and she goes, "Man, I really feel so sorry for that little pitcher. Give up that home run. I, I feel so bad." And I'm sitting there with my coach, and and she's just crushing me, and I'm like, "You know, that guy sucked. I don't know why they even pitched him." <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, you know, she has no idea who I am. And so now I got to go. I got to go through that. Now I'm going to my coach's barbecue uh, with his family, and you know you got to play the the oh, not a big deal card. You know, oh, you know, you know, it's, hey, Big Mac. And, you know, you, I didn't even have time to go. Man, I, that's awful. That was a terrible experience as far as just the emotional. But you know, I mean, I, when when you're a closer, giving up home runs that's just part of it. But it, it was it was pretty neat to face that environment and. And uh, I mean, you know, no matter what what the situation was, and what you know, the allegations and everything, being able to hit a ball that far and, and do the things that he could do, him and Sammy could do in that moment was was uh, you know, it saved baseball. Billy, as we're listening to you retell this story. Any pitcher that we've spoken to about Long Gone Summer, about the documentary, they remember that one that they gave up to McGuire or Sosa in such vivid detail. And at the time, it was such an exciting time that you can kind of rationalize it in your brain like you just did. Like, yeah, it was terrible. It was a terrible experience. But we still appreciate the moment and what it did for baseball. But then you find out about the performance enhancers. And I just wonder, looking back now, does it change the way you view that time and maybe that home run you gave up? How do you look at it now? knowing what we know here in 2020 oh, that's very tough just because i know mark and, and and guys and the allegations and the things that were laid out in front of them were you know um they, they they were i think it bothered me more as a fan because of understanding that um of all the work uh that i had put in to get to that point to face a Mark McGuire who, you know, was, you know, the, our Babe Ruth and Sammy and these guys to go out there and have that, you know, that really just puts a damper on what, you know, you know, you know, where, where do I stand? Where, where do we stand in that uh, situation? I mean, do, you know, honestly, it's like anything else. Do I, I think that McGuire would have hit a home run off of me no matter what. I mean, he, he, it wasn't like he wasn't a very good player. He was a good player before all these things these were but what it does is you know would you know it just puts that that doubt in your mind of you know what was it was it artificial or or was it not i mean you you know and unfortunately it that's uh you know as a fan i hate to have to be put in that situation where you have to talk about a moment where there's doubt uh, it's always fun when you sit there and you talk about it and you know for sure that that what's going on. I, I mean, I guess the the biggest thing is how do the how do you how do you document the uh, you know the uh, the records? I mean, why why are they you know why are they kept? 
and put an asterisk and stuff like that. I just like the real thing, and just like everybody else. And, I mean, I think both of these guys, for what they did for baseball, was tremendous. It just stinks that, you know, it has to be, uh, you know, kind of, I guess, put in there with an asterisk. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, Billy Wagner, before we let you go, I think I need more of my friends and your fans to get Hall of Fame ballots because everybody I know says that Billy Wagner should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I can't figure out how these writers are have not put you in yet, but I watched your whole career, and I know that you're a Hall of Famer, and I hope that next year is the year that you get in. You deserve it. No, I really appreciate it. Thanks a ton. I always enjoyed being in St. Louis, win, lose, or draw. It was always a blast. I love the fans. I love just... You know, they were always respectful, and uh, I enjoyed that. Everywhere I've, you know, I love the Midwest either way, so it was uh, it was great to be a part of that. Hey, great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks, guys, for having me.